This episode contains adult language, mature situations, panel descriptions, poorly made game shows, publisher updates, and demanding fans. Listener discretion is advised. Zan and I'm back for another counterport for the actually this is the first counterport for 2012 and what kind are we talking about we're talking about manga next at East Rutherford's New Jersey from February 24th through the 26th yes we were there and actually we were panelists pretty badass kind of fun had a little good time now this is one of our normal episodes if you're here to listen to the spark and manga review spark and movie review or spark and video game review remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com You can email us, spyrokin at gmail.com or you can email me at zan at spyrokin.com All this information will be in the show notes and, I, oh, leave us voicemail to 6250 for any of the other episodes or any comments or concerns or debates. Now let's get it on, yeah! Because I'm back, I'm psyched up and I'm about to pass out so I'm going to run through this really quick because I'm a little bit tired. It's been a long weekend. Yep, so ends up I went to Manga Next and here's my impressions of it. Now for those who don't know, Manga Next is actually the only convention in the East Coast, or I think it's either East Coast or it's all of the United States, which is dedicated specifically to manga and graphic novels. There is no special time with anime or with video games. It's primarily a manga convention. And for that, it's a really inventive and it's a good convention, but the problem is it's a really small convention. I mean, it's being held at the Sheridan Meadowlands Hotel and Conference Center, which is a nice hotel, but it was pretty small. I mean, you had two panel rooms, one workshop room, a main event room, but the workshop room was in the place you couldn't even find it. The panel two room was all the way in the back, so you had to hike to get there. It was next to the manga library, but still it was a little bit rough. And to be honest with you, I've seen smaller dealer rooms, but this one was pretty small. I mean, you had Vertical Ink there, of course, as the only major publisher, unless you count Gen Manga, but Gen Manga is more Dojinshi's, and the rest were just other people. No one else was really there. So you didn't have a big presence, but I gotta say, it was a nice presence for the people who were there. And it was a little more intimate, even though the majority of the convention goers were a lot younger. I mean, all the adults tended to, at the end of the day, hang out at the bar. I kind of covered both ends, but again, we're getting a little off topic. So, now that I've talked a little bit about 
the ambiance and how long uh, Next is, because it's been around for quite some time. I think it's been around for five years. One of the things is when I got there, I signed in as a panelist because I'm doing three panels there. The well, we'll get into those in a bit, and they gave us the guide. Now I like how the guide was done because other guides, some have been done as newspapers, some have been done as big magazines. This one was done as a manga, a very small manga. And actually, when you open up, it even says, "Stop." This is the last page of the guide. Being a manga convention, we like to stick to the original Japanese format for reading manga, meaning that it reads right to left. So you have to start off in the right side, and it was done really well. I love the design for it. It talks about some of the guests who were there. I mean, you had some good people. Felipe Smith was there. Tomo Maida was there. Of course, the ever-wonderful and great ninja consultants were there. James L. Berry was there. Christopher Hart was there. Ben Dunn, who actually worked on Ninja High School. He was pretty cool. He was there. For Jen Lee Quick was there. Lizbeth R. Jimenez was there. And a bunch of other people, including... Um, Chippercrit, Astroplane, and Disorganization 13, a group who I've seen their panels before, but I didn't realize they were a group. So, it was, well, again, I digress a little bit. But, so after I got there, I checked out the whole place and the layout. It wasn't that bad. I mean, when I went to the game section, which was on the second floor, where had all the games in the video rooms, I walk up there, I see you have not a lot of rooms. It's like two rooms made for games, and there's three rooms for videos. Walk around, I smell something. I'm like, what does that smell? It smells like chlorine. And I look down the hall and I see a sign. A pool is this way. I was like, what the hell? Pool on the second floor. A little weird, but yeah. Well, guess they picked a good place to put the video room. I don't know. It's a little annoying. So, went downstairs and started the day. Because I actually started a little late. But, again, it was a weird whole convention. Because I got there around 2.30, so I was in the middle of a panel because I hit some traffic and other things. And I had to run to get to the one panel I really wanted to go to, which was Ed Chavez's Vertical Ink panel. Because always, whenever Vertical comes out with stuff, you get a lot of good information. I couldn't record, unfortunately, but found some new stuff, like Limit is coming out. They got the Queen's Blade art book for some odd reason. The Last of Twin Spick is coming out. Still no word on when Edge is coming out. And Timbo's been chomping at the bit to get that book out. And a lot of other really good information from that panel. I'll write it up in our show notes so you know a little bit about what Vertical Link is releasing because you have some nice stuff. Like I said, I'm, you know I'm saying stuff a lot, but like I said, I'm tired. It's fucking 3 in the morning when I got home. But again, I digress. Great time was had. And a lot of other crazy shit happened at the Vertical Link panel. I was a little late, but after the panel, I went to the dealer room, which was very small. Like I said, it was about the size of a small standard room with maybe 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, like... 12 vendors total when usually at most cons I've been to there's like 150 so it was kind of small it ended up hanging out at Ed's panel talking to Ed and Laura from Anime Diet for an hour we literally were just bullshitting I ended up picking up the last volume of Blackjack and also picked up Velveteen and Mandala which is something I will review later on and sadly I'm surprised I bought that it was not a very good manga in my opinion but again I'm digressing way too much I'm getting a little completely sidetracked because I'm trying to remember what happened it's like I said long weekend but like I said I digress so from there on talking to Laura who remembered who I was it was kind of funny that most of the people there remembered exactly who I was the only two who did not remember who I was and one didn't even realize I was at the con the entire time and I talked to her was the ninja consultants I talked to Noah for 10 minutes and he's like oh hey guy how you been it's been like years and I was like no I just saw you in October I was like, really? I was like, yeah, we were hanging out at Duet 35 after Comic-Con, Zan. He's like, oh, right. 
I was like, you don't know who I am. I don't, no, I'm sorry. It's like, it's okay. It happens. But this felt kind of like everyone else remembered who I was, but they could not remember. And it felt really kind of bad. But Ed remembered me, and that's always cool. Ed remembered me, and Laura remembered me, and a couple of the other different panelists remembered me. So I was kind of happy with that. But we went off to Gen Manga, and actually they remembered who I was too. And they're like, saying, hey, Zan, how you doing? And we ended up talking about the different mangas that are coming out. The panel was not done that well, but it was kind of, they said it was on the fly, they had nothing presented, and for that it was an open discussion, and I have to admit that the vice president and president did a good job with that panel. It was a little informative, and he answered a lot of good questions. It was similar to the State of the Industry panel, which was done a little bit later on. I happen to admit it was very informative, and it made me want to sell Gen Manga to more people. So remember, if you have a chance, go to GenManga.com, you can learn more about the doujinshi for $1.99 information. After that, I kind of went off to dinner from, and fucked around for two hours working on my panel, because this was a big panel coming up. You know, after that, I kind of stopped by Anime Parliament, and then we had our one, our first panel of the convention, which was the 12 Reasons Why Kentaro Meyer Will Never Finish Berserk, a Berserk panel. Now, unfortunately, what they had done was they had scheduled me to be in panel room number two, which was a pretty big room. But they said, yeah, listen, we got this... Yowie panel coming up that just spurred up on us, so we're going to throw you into the workshop room. Without telling anybody, they put a big sign saying, in the panels, go to the workshop room for Yowie panel. And they didn't even write down, there's a Berserk panel going on. They just said Yowie panel going on, which I thought was kind of messed up, because all the schedule for every hour was put on a whiteboard, and they kept it updated pretty frequently, but I feel that that was kind of messed up that they did that. They just said at the end, we'll erase everything, just put down the one panel, and just fuck over all the other panels so I was in this room a really big room, it was a nice room I gotta admit, the projection was nice, I figured it out on my own and one of the staffies, all the staff members were really nice, even though they knew I got screwed with that, they were all great all of them were awesome, Vince Averello you if you're listening, you did a really cool job and I'm glad that you joined my panel And well, both of you, you and your son And well anyway, went to the panel and one guy showed up after about 10 minutes after my panel was supposed to start. We started bullshitting, talking, and it was essentially just a bullshit session where I showed my slides for the panel. I think it was really well done. Unfortunately, I couldn't record because, like I said, I was just waiting and I didn't end up starting because this guy just showed up and we just started talking. And that was the whole panel. I ended up going over to 1130. From that point on, just ended up walking to the rave, which was going on, and looking at all the kids raving. And it's kind of boring. I mean, I saw one girl who was kind of attractive, and I tried talking to her, but she was like, I'm just dancing. Leave me alone. It was just, she was just standing by herself dancing like a nut. Wasn't hanging out with other people. Wasn't participating. She was just in her own little world and was like a nut. But, again, that was the first day. You know, I didn't do anything else. I stopped by, like I said, Anime Parliament, and I just fucked around a little bit. And just, that was it, really. It was not much that first night. It wasn't too packed. It was maybe, I think, maybe 200 people were there that first day. But I have to admit, it got jam-packed the next day. It was a lot more busy. It still was maybe like a 1,000 people, but not that heavy. Because day two, I get there, and first off I do is I meet up with Timbo. Because Timbo couldn't make it the first day because, like I said, he has to work. He had things to do, unfortunately. So he gets there. We hang out. But he already scoped out the entire place. He went to the Starbucks, which was in the hotel. I get there after going to a true coffee place, Dunkin' Donuts, which I think is superior to Starbucks. That's my opinion. But then... We get there, and we talk for a little bit, like, saying, hey, how you doing? Good, how was the ride down? Blah, 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 blah. So let's go to a panel. What do we got going? And we see our competition for a game show, because we're running a game show, which is Manga Jeopardy. 
Now, they have a whole program and all this stuff. You connect it into the computers and all this stuff, and you think, okay, starts at 11 o'clock. It'll be all set up, and it'll be great, right? They get there at 11. The panel officially did not start until 11.30, and these are hour-long panels, so people ran out of time a lot. They were only able to do one round, and it was done really not well. It gives us an idea of realize we have to set up quick and get out quick. We can't fart around for 30 minutes and expect our guests to stay and hang around unless they're really interested in the panel, which is kind of sad. But we set up that. We went off to lunch because the food, we weren't going to pay the prices for lunch in the cafeteria, which we made a mistake for later. But go off to lunch, come back, and then we get into Geek Law, which is the room we're going to be in for our next panel, which is the Insane Manga Challenge, which it was a room which could hold 100 people, and by the end of the panel, we had at least 150 people in the room. We were definitely breaking some fire codes, but it was really fun, really jazzed group. I will say this, though. We were handing out tickets the entire time we had been there for the next day, because I'd got tickets to hand out, you know, you take a ticket and then we'll count, pick who's going to be it, buy your ticket. Very smart system. When we're walking around, no one wants to take a ticket. But then, the minute we walk in, the place is packed and everyone wants a ticket. So, if we're at a con that you're at and we say you want to take a ticket for our game show, please take it. It will make things go faster, please. But I got to say, it was a quick panel. Not a quick panel. It went really fast. We had four rounds. We ran out of time. And the disorganization, 13 guys showed up and they kind of kicked us out. But at the end, as we're walking out, they were coming in and we're like, look, Everyone has a ticket left. We're still doing a raffle. Meet us in the hallway. We'll do it. And literally, 100 people go into the hallway, and we're packed. It was fucking amazing. It was a lot of fun. I gotta say, it was really good. We're doing it again at Anime Next, and I've got a lot of manga to give away, and hopefully we'll be able to do it at some of the other cons going up, maybe Genericon. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. But, had fun with that. You know, hung out with some of the people there talking, oh, we really liked the panel. It was really fun. It was really great. And we're chilling out. And then we end up going to Felipe Smith's panel. And Felipe Smith, Timbo and me, we really enjoy his artwork. Eventually we'll get to Pebo 2 and actually review it and MBQ and some of his other stuff. But it was pretty a pretty informative panel. The only problem was that the staffer, who shall remain nameless, ended up telling him, you got another 10 minutes. The problem was we were the panel following him and he extended his time. So we started off late for our next panel. The problem is I had to speed through the panel and unfortunately, there was a lot of data to give in the beginning, and people got bored and started walking out. I mean, once we got into the crux of the panel, and this is our Apocalypse panel, the Mohawks, Mutants, and Muscles of Post-Apocalypse panel, and we had a lot of people who afterwards were really informed, like, hey, what about that model you told us about? And they really wanted to know more, but just the way it happened did not work out, so we had to restructure it for next time, and it'll flow a lot better. So if you were there for that panel, don't worry. We're going to do it a lot better next time. You're going to have more images and more crazy shit going on should be a lot better but from there me and timbo went off to dinner and had dinner in the restaurant in the hotel which was a mistake it was a 50 dollar meal for a 20 dollar meal anywhere else it was not good it took forever got some drinks got a little bit loaded not too much and then i think from there we went to ed chavez's manly manga panel which was a senin manga history panel and that one was a lot of fun i have the recording for it and i will play it in one of the future episodes i'll save it for next time but you can hear Ed's wonderful life history on how he got into Senin and how Senin has been shaped over time. Let's see now, what else did happen after that? I think that we went to the Lawson adaptation, which was run by Snake. Well, it was moniker Snake, 
because he always dresses up as Snake or Glasses Muscles Guy. His name's Chris, I think. But he ran the Lawson Adaptation, which is about adaptations gone horribly wrong. I mean, everyone can think of the uh, Doom movie, or you can think of Catwoman or some other stuff. It was a funny panel. And also, you didn't have to hear Link say, Excuse me, Princess, 286 times. But that's what happened. Kind of torturous, but was pretty fun. Uh, at that point, Timbo wanted to leave because I wanted to go check out the 18-plus dating game, which was, I have to say, shitty. It was a skit. That's all it was. It was just a long skit. I didn't find it interesting. It was funny, but I thought it was actually like a dating game thing where you have congoers dating each other or something like that, and that's not what it was at all. You know, they should really do an actual, like, uh, uh, a speed dating or something like that. I think it'd be more creative and a little more fun, but whatever. Uh, from there on, I went to 18 plus Anime Parliament, which was fighting against the Super Mario 18 plus panel, the Red Coin Edition. I should have went to the Red Coin Edition, but Anime Parliament wasn't bad. Then I went to check out Chippocrit at the Rave. The Rave was even more packed, and that girl who was even dressed more scantily clad than last time, but dancing alone, was there too. And if you listen to this podcast, which I doubt, because you seem like you're just a complete bitch, well, you're a bitch, but you're hot, so whatever. And I think that was it. I left at like 2 in the morning to get back to my place where I was staying, which was at 3. So that was a little bit fun. Then, final day. Day Sunday. Sunday was a little crazy. I kind of got lost on the parkway and, well, let's just say it took longer than I thought. So I ended up getting there in time to check out the random panel, which I had to say was a lot of fun. They were hungover and drunk and we had lots of crazy stories to talk about. It was an open discussion. It was fun. Uh, from there on, I hung out with Laura and everyone because we were going to the State of the Industry panel, which, ironically, Ed was became moderator somehow. And it was informative to see how everything is going towards digital and how everything has changed over time and how we're slowly losing how everything was. I think the word was a pre-Gutenberg uh, period of time. I think that was the word used, but well, hopefully things get better in the industry. I don't want manga to go away. Manga is an important thing that everyone should check out. Um, let's see now. From there I went to the in, ma- the indie manga panel, which Ed went to when Ed was running, but the problem was that his laptop decides to die halfway through the panel, so he had to do it vocally, but still informative, still fun. I think I recorded it, and in that recording I think there's dialogue between me and uh, who was it? Me and uh, Laura for a little bit. I also went a little bit to a Common Rider panel, which was terrible. I actually was just ended up checking out my phone the entire time because it was a boring panel. It was not done well because they were just the hosts. There were six of them, and they were just arguing the entire time. They were just saying, I did this. No, you did this. Blah, 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 blah. It, it ended up being really boring, but whatever. Uh, I don't know. Sorry about that. I'm just taking something out of my Xbox because I was copying something. Anyway, um, let's see. Now, I went to... Aaron Finnegan's culinary manga panel, which ironically, sitting by Felipe Smith again, that was pretty cool. Just chilling out there. He was a very approachable guy and really cool. Um, you know, manga panel was the same as it was the last two times, just a couple little additions, but after that, just went off to home. Was finished, went home, and just got back, hung around, and now I'm recording this now because I had some other things I had to take care of. But overall, as a con goes, I liked the way that the con was, the how the staffers were. They were all very helpful. They knew what they were doing, even though they did do a couple of screw-ups here and there. For example, them telling Felipe Smith to take more time when the other panelists were in the room. Also, the whole thing with the whiteboard. But 
the panel had a lot more control and it was a little bit better organized than some of the other ones I've been to. It was just the same. It was so small. And so many people don't want to go to a manga con. They want to go to an anime con. Not a manga con, because manga is where anime came from. You have to know your history. And I would have liked it to have more people go to this convention. But it wasn't bad. A lot of the congoers, like I said, were younger. Um, for our Insane Manga Challenge, I gotta say this though, a lot of the contestants were too young and they didn't understand what was going on. So what we're doing now is we're going to make it more age-appropriate. So if you go to the 18-plus panel, you better know your shit. If you go to the regular one, it's baby baby mode. So, uh, overall, good panel, good con, great time. I think that's all I can say. So I guess this for as usual. This is your host, Zon, for the Spyrokin Con Report and Spyrokin Mind Review, I'm Zon, and catch you guys next time.